So part two, back again. We did fatherhood. This time, I want to call it pressure. I want to take two. Sorry. So we did fatherhood. This time, I want to call this pressure. Okay, after the insecure episode three, season five. But I like to start with something that has to do with nothing, but always double backs into something. So this time I'm reading from Matthew 1. So I'm going to give you a little bit of the background and why I chose this passage. At the hospital, this is like after the birth. I'm sitting in one of those um, on the third floor. I forget what they call it, like recovery. And I'm sitting in there, all these people coming in, poking and priding on the baby. For three days, nobody asked my name. Nobody asked me anything about myself. I could have been a stranger. I'm a fly on the wall for two days. And, like, people are in and out. So this day is, like, nighttime, maybe, like, one in the morning. So I decide, let me go ahead and go on this word. I forget what I was looking for. I thought of Mary. I, for some reason, I just thought of Mary. And I'm like, man, let me go back and read some some stuff. And then something caught my eye. So a few months ago, I was I was I went back and I did Genesis and I was looking at a few people Abraham I did um Noah Abraham Noah and um Adam just the beginning just to do a little who these people are trying to figure them out so I didn't notice this before and I read this plenty of times Matthew start with the lineage starting from Abraham so as I'm looking for Mary, trying to figure out Jesus' birth and so on and so forth, I come across something that just caught my eye. So before then, when I was looking at the other people, I found Abraham. Abraham had a son, Isaac. Isaac had two sons. He had twins. I call this the first 360 deal. But the reason I call it 360 deal, I want to sit with a rapper one day and then discuss this with him. Like black people and Jews, I feel like this is like the start of it. And then these people, they give up their livelihood. They give up their life for, like, alone in general. But those two sons, one steals the other birthright. Jacob stole Esau's birthright. So Matthew starts off with lineage. And that's why I feel like people don't really read the whole Bible because there's so much lineage stuff. And I didn't notice this before. So I'm going to start here so I can get to the point that I'm trying to make. <clears throat> so Matthew 1. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. So I'm going to stop right there. That's one and two. I'm going to skip the lineage part because there's a whole bunch of people. We start at 16. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. Pause right there. Now, for Jacob to, whichever Jacob this is, to be God Joseph, that lineage, God had a covenant with certain people, and that lineage came down to Joseph, not Mary. So he promised Abraham, King David, Solomon, who came through that tree, he promised them certain things, promised them certain livelihoods. And that lineage, Joseph fell on that lineage. He's the reason they have favor. But then something happened here that just didn't make sense. Mary's a virgin. Joseph is the, he's the tree. They need Joseph to actually stay with Mary. I feel like they, and I speak on this on the last one, it's like three people. 
So this is the part I'm finna read that get to the point that I'm trying to make. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. This is Matthew 1, 18. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about this, while he thought about these things, a dream, damn. And Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and she shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, behold, the virgin shall be a child. I'm going to skip this. (laughs) I'm going to skip this. But I'm going to record it over. Okay. But basically the point that I'm trying to make, I'm going to get to the point that I'm trying to make. Okay. Because now it's making me nervous. (laughs) Don't get nervous. The the alcohol should help. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so. I had a shot of Hennessy before. But it didn't work. So basically what I'm trying to say is there's a break off. Joseph didn't actually see. He didn't actually do anything to bring Jesus out. That's the Holy Spirit. So when certain things are promised down their lineage, they needed Joseph to stay there. So my experience, I'm going to start with my experience. I just had a kid. My experience at Jackson, I had all these people talk, like niggas talk reckless. And they think they're going to be in their kids. Oh, it's my kid, this and that. I was one of them dudes like, oh, man, you ain't going to just shut me out. I ain't going to ask for permission, so on and so forth. Man, you get a rude awakening when you're actually there. Mm-hmm. So the the day of, right? So they decide to keep her. We go to triage at Jackson Memorial Hospital. I'm there. I'm in the back. First, we was there for hours. I wanted to leave. Go to the triage. I'm there in the back. She sits on the bed. Check her temp vitals and all this and that. So the lady come back with a piece of paper. It's a consent form. You had a kid. They give a consent form, but it's just for the mother. That if anything happened, they're allowed to do and whatever with the baby. So I asked the lady. I'm like, oh, this is just the mother that got to sign this? She said, yeah, just the mother. That was just a start. Mm-hmm. No one asked my name for three days. Like I said earlier, no one asked my name for three days. So the day, fast forward, day of the birth, I'm in the room. This is like a full another day later, at least, at least another day. Before that, they they wanted, they kept telling me to go home for some reason. I'm intrigued. Hey, go home, man. You know, get some sleep, this and that. I'm like, ah, think about it. Go home, get some sleep. Go home, get some sleep. They keep trying to. Tell you, go home, get some sleep. The day of the birth. Go home, it's not coming yet. She's still such and such a dilated. I'm trying to stick around. I went, came back, sticking around. No one asked my name. I'm still checking in through security. The day of the birth, the morning of the birth, she was born at 7.50. They marked it at 7.56. I got it more at 7.58. So... This lady come in, Aaron come in. She's the first lady to ask me. This is like 
two days later. She was the first lady to ask me, hey, how you doing? Hey, your dad? I said, yeah. Her name is Tweet, Asian lady. So she's like, what's your name? I said, Ralph. She's the first person to ask me. I asked her, what's her name? I said, I know her name. First person to ask me, she checks her. And uh, she was like, oh, it's close. It'll be about 10 minutes to two hours in between. She don't like to give a definite time. It was less than that, five minutes. She pushes. I guess the lady leaves to go prep a different room. Mm-hmm. And she tells me, hey, Ralph, the head is out. I was like, ah, whatever. You just bullshit. She's like, look. And I look. The baby's head is out. Very gross. So I went out the room. Nobody was around, so I tried to get somebody. Then everybody rushed like a scene from the TV. One push, the baby's out. Everybody poking and pride and doing what they got to do. One push. But it felt like three days. I'm there for forever. Baby was born on the ninth. Due date was the fifth, the sixth, and all this. It felt like three days in between. The sixth, we ended up going to Jackson. So... I'm in that other room. No one asks me anything. Men have these, this theory, the ones that want to be around, this is my kid. From the time that baby came out, the time I'm in the other room, I'm in that jail cell. I call Jackson a jail. <laughs> no one acknowledges me. No one asks you your opinion. No one cares about nothing you got going on over there. You're just a dude in the room. So one of these days I leave. I need to get. I'm like, man, I'm sick and tired of this. Like, I need some fresh air. I don't want to be in this prison. I'm going through it with the security. That's a whole nother thing. Them people. I feel like the the county is like right there, like county jail or whatever. The corrections. Like you see them parking the same parking lot. I feel like the people who didn't pass their tests to be corrections, they put all those females in this building. Like these people just the fucking worst. They was trying to check my book bag. This lady just tell me, oh, go get a new ID. I'm like, but this is for today. Go get a new one. They'll tell you why. But you could tell me why. Like, why you just, they just do shit to get you to fuck up out of here. And it was just fucking with me. And it's like, you waiting on you to say something to get you to fuck up. And it just felt like a bunch of separation from the time. I don't, I can't speak on anybody else's experience, but mine at Jackson was the fucking worst. So come to the day the baby's here. Birth certificate, lady. This is like a Friday. I left for a few few hours to come back. Baby's already here. Y'all don't need me here. I'm just a person looking around. I left, and she tells I was on my way back. It's like three thirty. I'm like five minutes away, and um, the girl tells me, "Oh, well, the birth certificate lady's here," and she was waiting. She she says you to sign something, and I'm like, "All right, I'll be there like five minutes." The lady says, "Oh, we close at four. I said, well, I'm right here. I'm, like, right up the street. She's like, okay, well, I'll just stay on this floor. You don't have to go downstairs to the other building. So I said, all right. I get there, 345. There's a line downstairs, the security lady. This lady seen me every day for three days, this old lady. These county workers, oh, my God, just the fucking worst. She takes her beautiful time. She seen me. She asked me before I left. She had the baby every day before I come downstairs. Did she have the baby? Did she? Have? She seen me. I had the same badge on. We gotta get you a new badge. I say what? We gotta get you a new badge. Three forty-five. This lady's gonna leave at four. The line is long. She decides to look through for the girl's name. Oh, she's on this floor. Asks me for my ID. Puts everything like took her sweet fucking time. It's, it's like I. I 
I'm a conspiracy theorist. I feel like everybody did things to just slow everything down. So this birth certificate never comes. Next day, Saturday, another lady comes. This lady wrote on a piece of paper, oh, come tomorrow. Another lady comes. We ask for her. She comes. She's like, oh, I don't see anything on her desk. So I say, what would happen if she sent it in? She was like, I think she sent it in. I said, what would happen? She gives me a look like, well, that's it. You don't get to sign it. So I'm sitting there holding in emotions like I want to snap. She finds the paper. I sign it. The day that I signed the birth certificate is the day that it felt real for me. Nothing else in between felt real. It felt like just some bullshit. It felt like, ah, nigga, you could be here. You could not be here. We really don't give a fuck if you're here, if you're not here. This is the... And then the, I, from separation, the separation... Like women, y'all y'all be like my son, my it's like more y'all kid, and now I see why. I feel like from the time of birth, y'all the only ones. What y'all getting told from there and on? This is my kid. This is now. Nah, I ain't gonna pretend like I'm the type of person who want to hold the baby right off back. I don't want to do nothing wrong. But just sitting back and seeing things, I could have been anybody in this room. Then when I could have came in there with a weapon if I wanted. Like, they were so not, they act like corrections officers. No one really checked me. They just, they were just making sure, nigga, you don't take the baby nowhere. We just don't need you to take it nowhere. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was just the weirdest experience for me. I was going to ask you, like, what was your experience? Like, I don't know if the father was there, if you want to speak on it. What was your, I don't know what hospital you went to. Um, I went to Jackson, too, actually. I went to Jackson North. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> And I wasn't really thinking about his experience, but one thing I did notice is that the nurse, but the nurse, the nurse that was there, she was like really friendly with my son's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, hold up, like you a little too friendly, sis. <laughs> we wasn't together at the time, but I just thought she was like really friendly. I knew, I knew that. I don't know if he felt the way. I never asked him about it. And now that you talk about this story, it makes me want to like ask him about like his experience. Cause you never really think about it. Honestly, we never factor in the guy's experience, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a bad experience. Um, I mean, labor was hard, but like, <laughs> how fast was it for you? Oh, I went into the hospital December 23rd at 3 PM. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I had my son, December 24th at 9 a.m. So I was in labor from like 3 p.m. to 9 a.m. <laughs> you didn't have to get induced? It was just yeah, natural. actually. And I, my first experience wasn't the best experience because I was induced. Mm-hmm. I was actually 37 weeks, so I could have waited longer. But because I didn't know much, um, the guy asked me, well, do you want to have this baby? And I'm like, yeah, you, you know, who would say no? But yeah. like if I had to do it all again, I would wait until like. My water break. So I was induced, and when they induce you, that means that your contractions are much harder. I wanted to do a natural birth, and I couldn't have that experience. That's a that's another thing, too, that induced. So she had to get induced. It was over the 40, I guess, 40 weeks. Okay. This is, like, over the 40 weeks, way over. So they put the little balloons and stuff in her or whatever to, I guess, to dilate her. So I'm starting to notice. I say... People, I used to say, people who have home birth, I used to be like, yo, they taking a risk. Like, anything can happen. And then, like, you're going to get rushed to the hospital. Like, you know, I don't think birth is something you want to play with. But then now I'm feeling like, for one, 
After my baby was born, my brother says, hey, how was it? I said, dog, this might be my last one. <laughs> I ain't even, I said, this shit is fucking terrible. Now I see why people, I don't know if that's the reason they do it. People poking and priding your baby, your baby's crying. They did this, this test over and over, poking the feet, like trying to take blood, whatever test that is. Like, it's just so much mm-hmm. shit that just went on. And then you sitting there and you're in the background. You just have to sit there, be quiet and watch. And like home birth, I feel like you more in control of what happens. You do. In your own environment. And I'm like, man, if I was to consider it, I ain't going to say that's the route I'm going to go. But it's a possibility. Now I'm just like 50-50. Before I didn't understand it, but now it's more like 50-50. But at the hospital, I'm sorry to cut you off. The, at the mm-hmm. hospital, she have the right to say no. She don't have to do those testing. She don't have to do any of that stuff. You know, this lady, this it's funny. You say, so the lady says, oh, I could take her to the nursery. But it's, it has to be done. So I'm saying that like, no, you know, I'm a fly on the wall. I have to sit there like a stain on the wall. I'm looking at it like, you going to say like, well, why is it, man? Like, nope. I ain't asked. This my maybe my, my mistake. I didn't ask any questions because I'm like, am I allowed to ask questions? I mean, this is prison. We're waiting to get you up out of here anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Like, why is it mandatory? Well, I could take her over there. If you if you don't want her to cry, I could take her to the nursery and do it. Or we could do it here. So she says, well, do it here. This is the second time they poke it in pride. The first time, oh, the blood touched this and that. I don't trust these people anyway. Mm-hmm. So some shot. I had the paperwork. They gave her some shot. I'm opposed. I don't care. At this point, it's like, I can't say nothing anyway. Mm-hmm. All the questions are directed here and you're put on the spot. You don't have time to think about it. It's like, well, here it is. We're going to do this. Yes or no. Well, that was my experience. I don't know if anybody else. She had to make a decision right here and now. And then I feel like they, they want you to make an emotional decision. The mom just went through this whole thing, and now you got to make these decisions right now. It's for the baby. It's for this. They're telling you over and over, it's your baby, mom, this, mom, that, and now. Make a decision. The person who didn't go through it, who could make a informed decision or Clearer decision. She drugged up, maybe. If she, nope. We don't need your input right now. Sit in the back. Mm. It was just very different. So that was my experience at Jackson. I would never go back there. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't advise people to go back there. I at, feel for you because I I completely understand like how how that is for you like. I. I'm so opposed to, like, after having my first um, mm-hmm. son and just, like, doing my own research, I'm so opposed to, like, having another baby in the hospital. I think that, first of all, it's not safe for black women in general. That's another thing. And I, I read this thing before of what they was doing to black women in the hospitals. So I was very, the night staff happened to be, like, a, maybe day two, before the lady tweet come in, we had black staff. One was a travel nurse. I think her name was Stephanie or something. And the other one was like a regular. I think she was Jamaican. That was the most comfortable she was with these ladies. Like, these ladies was on hand. Are you good? The other people, hey, mom, you need to do this. Pick a spot. This and that. It was just like she was more comfortable with the. I was like, man, it's starting to make sense why pediatrician. I said, I'd rather get a black pediatrician. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just starting to make sense. Black women go through the stuff they go through. And look who's in charge. Look what they're doing. It's not coming from another black woman who would understand you. It's coming from another person who 
they could care less. This is this is their job. Mm-hmm. The, we get into the recovery. We didn't see the nurse. Now this is my first. This wasn't her first kid. We didn't see the nurse the whole day. So like changing a diaper and so on and so forth. Like if the baby cried, we didn't see her at all. The night shift came in, and that's when we saw the first nurse. So from the time we get into this room, maybe eleven till eight o'clock at night, they switch at like seven or seven thirty. We saw the nurse. Like we didn't see this lady at all. She didn't check on the baby at all. They, they I rather you breastfeed. They, they recommend the breastfeeding. That's probably the only thing we agreed on. Another thing. So a lactician comes in, mm-hmm. teach you how to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the room. I had a mask. I didn't keep it on. When these people come in, I'll put my mask on. I'm not vaccinated. I don't know how people feel about vaccination. But I'm not vaccinated. So I put my mask on when they come in. I'm in y'all building. I'm in y'all prison. I put my mask on for y'all to feel comfortable. So slactician come in. I had the mask hanging. But she just they just knocking, walking. They is they building. So she comes in talking to the mom, this and that. How's it going? You're in pain, this and that. Then she tells me, she's like, um, oh, you know, breastfeeding is good for the baby to get everything from you. And then she asks about, are you vaccinated? I didn't want to do this recorded, but she was vaccinated. That's a conversation for another thing. So she says, yes, yeah, she's vaccinated. This white lady says, oh, well, that's good. That's good. And she asks me, are you vaccinated? Mind you, never ask me my name. Ask me, are you vaccinated? I'm like, well, no, I'm not vaccinated. She's like, oh, well, you need to put your mask on. She's like, you're doing them a disservice, this and that. Like, she's giving her her political opinion. In my head, it's my family. Like, matter of fact, you in danger. You're a danger. Like, you the danger. You the only person in here. I don't know you. I don't know where you come from. You can say whatever the hell you want. I know I'm not vaccinated. I ain't hold the baby. From the, and I don't really believe. It's a whole thing that went into that. She tells me, put my mask on, mm-hmm. sucker move. I look at her, I put the mask on. In a different environment, different place, I'm cursing her out. Period. Get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> like, what? The, different environment. And, like, I had to bite my tongue so much, and it bothered me. Mm-hmm. This lady, this lady comes out of here with her. Man, it was just so much going on. It was a relief to leave. Leave this place. That's that's another point. It felt real when we walked the fuck up out that building. So like, all right, I should have left a bad review. They usually she call wanna, the mom. She want to leave a bad she review. Tell her to do it and and tell her when she do it to follow up because they got to no call view. and ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you shouldn't have the experience. It's supposed to be the best Man. time of your life, and to have a bad Shit. experience, that's not like how it should be. The worst experience I ever had. I had knee surgery. It was a lot better than that. Aventura Hospital. This shit was the worst experience. You did telling me put my mask on in front of my own. Hey, you put your mask on, bitch. Like, get the fuck about it. She's more exposed than you are, and she can still spread the virus. Exactly. <laughs> it, I didn't even want to go into all that. Like, I still get it, too. Like, you, that's the whole Aaron sports thing. Like, we could get into that, but I don't even want to get into that. My, okay. I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take it. And then I had thoughts beforehand. When it came down to it, I said, dog, if, because people make financial decisions. I don't make financial decisions. And it happened to be a financial decision why she went and took this thing. So I say, 
Man, before you go do it, I'd rather go do it. I'd rather do it so you don't have to do it. We so far along. Don't do this right. Like, we, we looking at the finish line. I'm going to just say it. We was at month eight. We was at, we was at month eight when she did this. Not month one. She was at month eight. Then she tells me, she's like, oh, I took your opinion into consideration. I said, do what you want. I said, do what you want after the fact, but during the fact. Put it another thing. She she wouldn't take any like kind of medicine. She wouldn't take, she wouldn't drink tea. She wouldn't drink tea, natural tea <laughs> from me. I don't know what it's gonna do. And she went and she took this vaccine at month eight. Oh, I spoke to my auntie. I took she sent me this text. I was at work. I wanted to snap. I took your thoughts into consideration and she made her decision. I'm like, man, you know, before when we was here, part one, people made their decisions, had their abortions. This time around, it's like, we so far along. I never been here, never been this far along. Mm-hmm. And then something out of my control, mm-hmm. not knowing what could happen, she did this. I was pissed. I was pissed. I didn't respond. She went and did it. She did, while she was doing it, she sent me, like she was having thoughts about doing it, and she sent me the, the text, and I'm pissed. But I'm like, I ain't going to respond how I'm feeling. I'm going to just let it ride, clear her heads. She still did it. Well, so far, it worked out. But, <laughs> oh, I was pissed. Oh, I was ready. I was, re- I was like, man, I'm going to prepare for the worst. If something happened, oh, I'm ready to give it to people. But it didn't happen, so it worked out. So, fuck Jackson. Just leaving it at that. Consent form. Yeah. So, there's a, I know, there's an IG video. I'm going to go to the IG video. Okay. The IG video you shared it recently. So, that dude, he's talking. He whacked his ex-girlfriend. And he's about to whack his ex-wife. He ended up whacking his ex-wife, whack himself. You know what? I never had... I see the video, people's reaction is different than mine. Because of my experience, there where they're giving all the ownership to the mother. Now, I wasn't these dudes who just sit there and be like, oh, this is my baby, my baby, my baby, acting like I'm, I've never been here before. I really don't know the kid. I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't know you yet. Like, I love my <laughs> brother more than I love this kid. So I don't really know you yet. Just like, we got we to gotta bond. So I'm not going to pretend. So... When I see these dudes, and I worked a lot, a lot of dudes who's on child support who want to see their kids, who can't see their kids, I started to understand a little bit my own experience. Like, if he if he had an experience kind of like mine, where they, already she's everything, you ain't going to be able to see your kids. He obviously may have been one of those dudes who want to be around his kids. they taking that away from you again, like a second time. If he had my experience and they doing it again, and the person who's doing it now is not the nurse. It's not this. It's the mom. And it's like, man, he he got it to his breaking point. And he did what he did. I ain't going to say I understand it. He could have did it different. Mm-hmm. But then looking at it, I'm like, if my experience was this and I get to that point, I ain't going to blame myself if I got to that point. I want to know how you felt. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all is a little different. Y'all see it. It's shocking to y'all. To me, it's not shocking. Now it's not shocking that a dude would do that because I had this experience. 
Not shocked. They taking it away from like everything is mm-hmm. gone from you now. Like it just wasn't shocking to me. But I guess for y'all it was shocking. How how you felt seeing that? I, it, I mean, it's shocking because so many people died. Like he committed suicide. He committed. He killed his both of his kids' mother. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the shocking part. But I saw the video and I saw like another woman attacking him. Like, oh yeah, he's an abuser. He, he may have been an abuser. We don't really know the story. But I felt for him because he made a comment about he didn't already, he didn't come up with a family. He didn't have a family. Mm-hmm. And then my only, ch- like, as a child, right, I feel like we have two chances to, like, relive our life, right? As a child, and then we grow up to be parents, and we want to parent our child a little bit differently. We want mm-hmm. We want our children to experience what we didn't have, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the first time, he didn't have a family. So now my only chance to have a family, you're taking that away from me. So, like, I I felt for him because I'm like, wow, I can only imagine. And my situation is a little bit different. Like, I think I said it, I shared it on the first podcast, but me and my son's father, we do 50-50 custody. So he spent a week with my son, I spent a week with my son. And just to, just to think that someone is taking your child away from you. Like I can only, um, if I I don't have no family now, the only family that I have has been taken away from me. I mean, we don't know whether the story is true or not. They, she said that they, he he, uh, assaulted his daughter or something like that. But we don't really like, we can't really say that that's true. So I like my heart went out for him because I'm like, I can only imagine the emptiness he feel by not having a family and then like I have my own kids and you're taking them away from me. Um, oh, my heart went out for him really bad. And also my heart went out for the mom and the, the kids. Probably feel like they had nothing to do with it. The ex-wife, she had nothing. He said it started with her. She probably didn't live, live the life. Like why does nigga over here? And then next thing you know, it just comes, you had an argument with this girl, you whack her. And now you come to her house whack her too but wasn't it the 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 house he was at right now wasn't that the person yeah that's the one who he was going through a custody battle with yeah he was going through it with her first custody battles can get ugly i went through one (laughs) i don't i don't know how it goes for you guys but like what are you why i feel like i said it on the first one if we're not together we're not Mm -hmm. together we're still parents i feel like we're still parents I don't like the word co-parent. I put, I don't have the whiteboard, the long list of words. I just, I don't like co-parent. I'm a parent. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what co-parent is. I'm just a parent. We ain't together. I'm just a parent. Mm-hmm. Like, why do it get so nasty? Why do one person want the the hundred? I don't know if you wanted a hundred. Why do y'all want the hundred? We share this, this we share DNA over here. I get it. I get it, right? And I'm going to explain both sides because I feel like I understand both sides a little bit more now. So... <sighs> For a first-time mom, right, it is, like, it's just, like, this is my only chance. Like, this is my first chance to be a mom. So you want to be the best mom that you could ever be. You want to protect this baby, right? Mm -hmm. And we're not saying that you – we know that a mom's love is different from a father's love, right? Not saying – not, like, not saying that – not invalidating your experience as a Mm -hmm. father, but, like, a mom, our experience is a little bit different. So – 
I would just say, like, you know, we just want to protect this baby with all that we have. This is our first baby. We want to spend as much time with this baby. So I feel like we don't want to, like, if, we, if we're going to share it, let's share it together, right? But we're not together. So, like, how can we share this baby <laughs> separately? So it's really hard to, like, make the decision to be like, okay, you know what? This is my first. I, I went through that. My mm-hmm. first baby, I just knew that. Me and, my, me and my son's father was going to be together. Oh. We were going to, like, do this Fairy together. Tale. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. So it's so hard to let go. And then the only reason why I had to let go was because of court. Like, we went to court for it. <laughs> like So, so um, court made you let go. Only way. You have to come to a common ground. Like, mm-hmm. the way things were in the in the beginning, like years ago, was that it was in a mother's best interest. Now it's in the what it's in the best interest of the child. So if you if somebody go to court right now, mm-hmm. it's always what's in the best interest of the child. And unless this father is like an unfit parent, like he's a freaking drug dealer, he's a serial killer, <laughs> um, they're gonna side with both sides of the other of the family. There's gonna be both sides, and a lot of mothers can't really take that, and a lot of fathers don't know that they can. Get that right. You definitely don't know. I was just gonna say I, <laughs> this is news to me. I just had this conversation with some dudes, and I was telling them like, man, everybody I know lost. Everybody I know lost. Mm-mm. They always losing these things. It's not like 50-50. It's like, man, you get it when you can get it. You no. get it on the weekend. Everybody, I'm like, this is news to me. Like, if people knew they had a chance, maybe they would try. But there's, a I chance. guess that's not a thing they want to go through. Too, you don't want to, you don't want to put yourself. I mean, but yeah. if you want to, like, here's the thing, right? So I always hear about these bitter baby mamas. And, like, I just feel like, although it's hard, moms need to know that you are doing the biggest disservice to your child by keeping them away from their father. I don't care if he's, he do drugs every day. I don't care if he, I don't care what he is. But, like, to keep your child away from his father or her father it's, it's just not beneficial for the child. You don't think so. so if this person was really an unfit person, you still feel like that person? If he's unfit, then no. But, like, mm-hmm. if he's, like, maybe he don't have the, the best job. He's, oh, yeah, he's yeah. trying. Oh, yeah. Th- well, that's, that's I guess, I was at the freaking labor pool. This is mm-hmm. when I just wanted to work. Mm-hmm. And these dudes, they don't got the best jobs, so they say they want to be around their kids, but they just can't to be around their kids because the baby mama want this. They can't get that. And I can see their pain, and I can see other people's pain. Sometimes, dog, dudes is trying, let them be there. If if that's... But then, you know, niggas are sneaky, too. They want to be around a baby mom. So if they want to be around a baby mom, they pretend like they want to be around a kid just to be around a baby mom. That's the whole... <laughs> you a step... When you step in as stepfather, you start to peep that. I said it before, like... That first month when you start dating somebody with a kid, your baby daddy going to start to act right within that first. Once he sees the new person, <laughs> he's going to start acting right. I don't know if it's for everybody. He's going to start giving you problems, but he's going to want to see his kid every goddamn day. He's going to want to do everything, buy every gift. He'll go broke trying to prove he's the, he's the father. I've seen it happen a few times. But these dudes, at least they get a fighting chance. If it doesn't work out, I'm a parent. I'm not a co-parent. I don't know what I don't, <laughs> I'm a parent. I was a parent then. We just not together. Mm-hmm. I'm a parent. I don't know if that means 50-50 custody. I'm just a parent. Mm-hmm. I don't want the word co-parent. I don't like to ask for permission. Like, hey, uh, no, you can't see him. This is, 
this this day, this day, this day, this day. I don't know what gives who calls the shots. How who determines who calls the shots? Both parents should call the shots, Facts. in my opinion. Another thing, I'm gonna just say it now because I don't care. So one of them nights we in this we in this room. Might have been the same night of that I was reading the Mary thing. So I said, All right, I know people gonna wanna see the kid. Like, let's come to some common thing. For me, it's only few people gonna see my kid. And I'm good my limit, I limit, I'm good with my side. So, all right, so how you want to do it? So, throw stuff out there, here and there. Uh, all right, um, wash your hands first. I don't care. Just wash your hands first. You got your outside. Wash your hands first. You want to hold the baby. Everything I threw out was met with kind of static at the time. We got the three things. Mm-hmm. No kissing on the face. Who changes the diapers? And wash your hands. After the wash your hands, it was just straight friction. It was just friction. I just left it. I said, all right, then, well, whatever whatever comes later, if I have a problem with it, we'll just get there. This come to some common thing. You got a big family. Y'all going to want to see it. It's just, okay, do what you want. After the hospital, I still, other people had more time with the baby than me. That's something I was going to tell you earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm just now getting around to holding the kid. I haven't changed the diaper yet. I don't know how much days it's been. I haven't changed the diaper when yet. When was she born? The night. Today is the... I haven't changed the diaper yet. I fed and burped 16... A week ago. Seven days. Mm-hmm. I ain't changed the diaper yet, but not because I didn't have an opportunity. I just okay. don't want to do it wrong. I wanted a son. This is... Is you going to... I wanted a son. Hmm? I said, you're going to learn another way. Yeah, but I was like, man, you know, I don't want to be too great. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to do it wrong. I, I just don't want to do it wrong. You don't know if the baby's hurting or not. Ask her. Ask who the mom? Yes. I did. But it's different from, oh, just wipe away or whatever. It's just different. It's like, what kind of pressure you use? Like, pressure for you is not, I feel like she's doing it too rough. I, I would use, like, more than one wipe, like, a million of them. She used a certain amount. I'm just like, man, look, I don't know. I just want to do it right. So I'm like, I'm, I want to I wanna go get a baby doll and just <laughs> practice on the doll and before I do it. So it's like, man, it's just different. It just shows that you care. The fact that you have that, like, feeling, is, it shows that you care. Gonna You're happen. not going to do it wrong. You're not going to do it wrong. You think so. I feel, I just don't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess wipe. it up. You know, in between the lips. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, that's not. <laughs> You're not going to go wrong. That. I'll leave that. Or you could just rinse her off. Like, rinse her with water? Yeah, whenever my baby was whenever my baby was born, um, like, if he, like, poop, we would, like, wipe him off, and then we just put him in the sink and, like, rinse him off. For real? <laughs> I didn't know. That. That's something. I got a thing. Every I bought, time I bought a bunch of unnecessary things. That she thought was unnecessary. But now I, could, I, could, I got a few things I could use. Especially like a diaper genie, I got one of them too. But then you can use a regular trash. But it it kind of like conceals the smell, like you don't yeah, really smell yeah. much. <laughs> Un- unnecessary things, but that's something good too. I still haven't done it. So that brings me to my next thing: that insecure episode, episode three, Lawrence. Okay. And that girl, they going through it, and he says the same thing. He wants to be there. She's she's with the ownership. 
Mm-hmm. It's my kid. Mm-hmm. Get out of my house. He's pissed. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, you're using the decision that you made for yourself, and you're using it against me. Like, you made this decision by yourself using it against me. The first time we met, and I said, "These, we know it's your baby. We don't know it's <laughs> our baby. If I don't want the baby... If I don't want the baby, it should be something in place for people if they don't want the baby. But if you have this baby, let's come to some understanding. She ain't coming to no understanding with Lawrence. It's not happening. I want you to see it. I should have I should have said something, but we could talk about this episode. This is my favorite episode from season five. Let's talk about it. Because of that. Not that I have any experiences from this season, but I always feel like Women, from that time, my experience, that ownership part, they have this ownership to this baby. They calling the shots from day one, and he's just walking on the eggshells, trying not to mess up so she don't be like, get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. It's my baby. I just feel like it's just so unfair. He said, they was in the hospital. They already looking at me like a deadbeat. He just, he lives in a different state. They're looking at him as a deadbeat, the family. Wow. And, like, he's walking on eggshells trying to do everything right. Well, I mm-hmm. think my family should take him on this day. She's like, nah, we'll talk about it. Why is it you guys get to call the shots immediately and no one gets any say-so? Because we are territorial. <laughs> We can be territorial too. <laughs> like it's just it. like we okay. So, I I just carried this baby for nine months, ten months, right? I'm bonding with this baby. You know, I'm rubbing this baby. I'm singing to this baby at night. Like we just have this bond, and then, and then I'm waiting for this moment to come. The moment this moment comes, it's just like <gasps> now it's just like you have this perfect little baby. You want to protect it, and you want to like you don't want this baby. You don't want no harm to come against this baby. Like, you just want to make sure this baby is safe, right? Mm -hmm. That's how, especially as a new mom, it's like times 10. Like, if I have a baby again, you want the baby? (laughs) Take Take the baby. (laughs) It's yours. But as a first-time mom, it is hard. And then it's also emotions, right? So, like, you got to think about it, right? People don't talk about it a lot, right? Whenever a woman is pregnant, that's like the... We go through a lot sometimes, but it's kind of easy compared to after birth. After you have birth, that means, like, all your hormones is just, like, drop. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of moms suffer from, like, postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. We're really stressed. So many things, um, you know, and this baby keeps us whole, right? So it's just, like, you're taking away a piece of me that is keeping me whole. Now, I believe that. That is a we. A lot of people don't talk about it. We don't talk about like the decisions that we gotta make until after we have to make those decisions, or mm-hmm. when the time comes, we have to make decisions, right? We don't talk about that, but I feel like there should be conversations before having a baby. Like we should have conversations like, okay, so when the baby is born, what are we gonna do? Like, I hundred percent agree. When is am I gonna keep them? If you guys are not together, am I gonna keep them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Are you gonna keep them through the weekend? Um, but, am I gonna spend the night over for the first few weeks? You know what they call that though. What? <laughs> Women, I call it negative. Because I used to, how was a guy preparing for, I prepare for the good and the bad. I call it being negative. How? Yeah, you already saying we breaking up. Dog, I'm trying, yo, if if it don't work, 
Mr. Set signed up. Nah. I plan in advance. I play fantasy football. I look at the full schedule. I don't look at just the <laughs> schedule for this week. I look at the full thing, what's going to happen in the future. You out. I got this person. It's like playing chess. I guess you think a few moves ahead. Y'all call it being negative. You speaking negativity. I ain't trying to speak negativity, but it's a possibility. It's always going to be a possibility. If you're not here, if I'm not here, such as insurance, it's the same thing. Let's uh-huh. have something down. Let's con- let's speak about this. What can and can't we do? You guys don't go. F- Most of you, I feel like y'all don't go for it. Why do y'all feel it's always negative to if we break up? If you date somebody, he's like, if we break up, what you going to call that? If he says, if we break up, then X, Y, Z. What would you say? He's speaking negativity? Um, I'll feel a way because, like, my anxiety will be like, so why are you planning the end? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like bro, it's the end. It's the end. But, I mean, I wouldn't. I, that's a good conversation. I mean, ooh, that's, that conversation is hard. Like, now that I think about it, it's just like, we together, right? So we're, why are you talking about the end? Like, let's not talk about that. But Because I'll feel a way, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like having these conversations are important. Like, if I you know. guys are not in a committed relationship or you guys are not together, having conversation about, having the what if conversation. Like, what if this happens? Mm-hmm. Then what are we going to do? What if that happens? What are we going to do? And when you go to court, believe it or not, if you if anybody ever go to court, like, that, those are the conversations that you have. Like, you have to plan Everything on a piece of paper, like, okay, so uh, major decisions. Mm-hmm. Who who gets to decide? In my case, both, both of us decide. But, yeah, like, that's how a lot of women think. Or, like, I, I wouldn't say a lot of women, but, like, I would say just, how can I say this? Like, if we're going back to, like, slavery, mm-hmm. the white people separated mothers and fathers, like, black mothers and fathers. Yeah. Like, they told us, like, oh, yeah, I'll give you this benefits mm-hmm. as long as this father's not a part of life, right? So this is how it goes on. Like, it goes on in cycles. So you get you get food stamps, you get all of these benefits if the, and, if the father is not there. Immediately, when you apply for, if you apply for food stamps, they want to know. Why he not a child support? Where is he? Yeah, mm-hmm. put him on child support. So it's just like, they're separating us. So what we have to understand is that while the government has separated us, like, this is their plan. So by you not following the plan that we have. You're giving you, them what they want. You're giving them what they want. But see me, that experience again, let's say the what if. I was prepared to give whatever. Look, I didn't believe in being one of those people. Being a stepfather, I did it a few times. As, I don't want to say a stepfather. I dated people with kids. I did that a few times. And <laughs> along the trail, when you see the bullshit, and I was like, if I'm ever in that position, I don't want to be the dude doing what these dudes is doing. So What were they you, doing, if you don't want me to ask? <laughs> I got video. <laughs> I got video. Man, niggas get in their feelings, man. You said territorial. Niggas get in their feelings. I got to the point where I'm the second time around. I done seen it before. One came... To a fight. That was the first time. Second time, almost a fight. Now I'm trying to give this dude the benefit of the doubt. Like, hey, buddy, I got that on video. I'm like, look, I will go over there. It was a park. I said, man, look, I'm going to let y'all talk. I'll go over there. I'll go sit over there far away. Let y'all talk. Y'all handle y'all business. I obviously, I knew. She told me come here. For this, I was carrying, I bought her daughter 
this little uh, electric car thing. Carried it in, sat far apart. He didn't care nothing about the baby. He wanted to know who was this guy. And he put it on himself. He kept going. And I, I'm laughing. And then I got serious. He did saying I don't like. I don't put myself on camera 24-7. He comes on. He's a Snapchat guy or whatever. He puts his camera up. Oh, and this guy, he put his camera on me. I'm chilling. And that's when I snap. He's a police officer Mm-mm. in Chicago. He was he was this big t- He told me earlier, I have a recording. He's like, oh, pardon my back. He's like, who are you? I'm like, man, I'm nobody. He was like, oh, well, okay, well, pardon my back. And that was the first time I laughed. I said, all right, whatever. What do you mean by pardon my back? Like he turned his back, <laughs> he turned his back to me. He's oh. like, oh, well, you nobody? Well, pardon my back. Like he turned his back and he started talking to his baby mom. Mm. I started laughing at this little dude because he's he's hilarious. So I sat down. And I'm letting them talk, talk it out. This butch girl, he had his wife, some butch girl, no disrespect. And he had another girl there, like three girls. Wait, this happened one. to you? Yeah, I got the video. I got the whole thing. So these these girls is there, and uh, this the girl I was with at the time feels like they probably came to jump her. So they having a conversation. She don't already like the girl he's with. So they having a argument i'm like all right man well nothing's gonna happen it's daytime we had a park nothing's gonna happen y'all could just talk it out whatever so when i was doing that he's like well who are you i said man i'm nobody i'll just go over here he says part of my back right so i started laughing i sit down give this little guy his his little piece let him do what he's doing so then later on he takes the baby over there he comes back with the baby but now he want to record me and that's why I drew the line. And now I jumped up. I get in his face. I slapped his phone out. He tells his girl, call the police. You gave this energy like you wanted some friction. You get the friction, and now you're calling the police. Why are you calling the police? Don't call the police. You wanted that pressure, get the pressure. And he didn't want no parts of it. After that, I guess we got to some understanding. I see him a while after that. It's no words. He said, what's up? He put his baby in the car, and he leaves. It's no friction. Sometimes these dudes, they talk violence, but they don't really want violence. And if they know they could get over on violence, I don't want to give people advice on this. I'm against the violence. Just play your, <laughs> play your role. Let them people be in their kid's life. Don't be the guy saying the baby daddy can't come. Like, mind your business. Let the parents do their thing. And... You know, play the background. Get in where you fit in. Do what you can to help. Don't be the guy escalating issues for no reason. Now the dad can't come or you can't come. It's just a whole bunch of shit for no reason. whole stressful situation for no reason. Birthdays going to happen. Christmas going to happen. Somehow, some way, people are going to come together. And if it's friction, it's never going to happen. You don't want to be the reason that it's not happening. Yeah. That would be my advice to anybody Dating somebody with a kid. Know they got a kid. Know a, a guy exists. Don't be the reason why. Don't stop it. Yeah, this is true. I'm going to go to this last one. My boy Anton Lindsay again. Yes. He had a post recently. He says he's still trying to forgive himself for having a baby by the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Now, 
I'm going to ask you first, when you hear a statement like that coming from a man, what do you feel about it? And then I'm going to give my my opinion about it. I'm still trying to forgive myself for having a baby by the wrong person. It just makes me think, like, whenever we are, whenever women are choosing a mate, we want, like, we date up. Y'all date Period. up? Yeah. Women date up. All women? Majority of women date up. Oh, I was right? about to say. A lot of women, I feel like they date down. <laughs> well, I, I like to say comfortable. They like to say comfortable. I like to say I date up. <laughs> All right, cool. Some people they date down. Bro. I'm like, yo, what is she doing with this dude? So uh-huh. women date up, right? Mm-hmm. And men date women because they're beautiful. Let's just be honest. Most most of the majority time. of men date most women. They like, oh, most. she's fucking beautiful. Right. And it immediately all you see is a beautiful face, a beautiful body. And yeah, I just want to fuck her. That's about true. Right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if that's depends what type of dude you is too. Some dudes. Yeah. I just want to fuck her. Right. So. And come to that realization. Yeah. I'm fucking this person. Right. And then I realized that, oh, she's not really the nicest person. But I continuously I continue to fuck her. And then nice. now we're attached I wouldn't say in love. We're attached because we're having like unprotected sex. And then boom, she's pregnant. And then you start to realize that, wow, did I really make the right decision? But it's too late. It's too late because all you saw was a pretty face. You didn't see what type of person she really was. Or you avoided the fact that she's really a fucked up person, but she's a, she's she's beautiful though. Mm-hmm. You know, they call it pretty privilege. Facts. A lot, they get privileges. <laughs> Some of them. So that's. I feel like that's what it is. And now you have a baby from this person, and now you're like, oh my god, what did I do? Now the baby is born, and the things that she's showing you, she she's been showing you these things because behavior. Yeah. Exactly. Like behavior is behavior. Like we are not going to change. Maybe I'm. You may meet the representative when we first meet, but like you cannot change behavior. And if you are really paying attention to someone's behavior, you'll see the red flags early. But because you were fucking her, you didn't really see the red flags. You just saw a pretty face. That's what. That's how I see it, honestly. And now you got to deal with who she really is because now you guys got to share. This dude, Bigsberg, big you see how you just said this thing about uh, behavior? You know, I follow Bigsberg, and I always put up um, posters from him. He put up recently. If you listen carefully enough, someone will tell you exactly what type of person they are. It was another one about yeah. behavior, but I don't want to go through the whole thing. But it was one about behavior, but it, I think that's around the same lines. Behavior don't change, but you see how y'all take it. Y'all assume it's really, I'm looking behind it, but because I kind of, I kind of know of him. I don't really, he's my brother's friend, but I know of, of him like we're friends on social media. I know he's dating a new, he's dating a chick that was proposed and so on and so forth. And um, I took that statement. I looked at the comments first. I said, I don't want to <laughs> see. That's what we do. That's what I we do. I don't want to see the comments. <laughs> so all these women, they don't know what to say. I took it as they don't know what to say. Oh, well, you got a kid out of it. You did this, this. I'm looking. I'm like, look at these hypocrites. Women all day, I bash men. Oh, I hate my baby daddy. Not y'all, but you know, some of them. <laughs> Hate their baby daddy. Y'all have kids by the wrong people all the time, but now it's a it's a good guy saying it. What y'all gonna say? How do we know that's see. a good guy though? He's a good guy. He's a he's a good guy <laughs> to me. I he's a good dude. I I'm think he's a good dude. Advocate. So I feel like so I feel well. You know, yeah. I don't know him in that in that realm. So I would feel like he's a good dude. I see the work he's you know outside looking in. 
anybody could be anything, you know, but they portray to be. I don't know him behind the scenes, so maybe somebody know him or something else. So I'm like, he's one of the good guys, and I want to see what they say. And then everybody, excuse me, damn, everybody's having the same reaction, saying the same things, you know, the general, oh, well, you know, it's okay. But I took it as he's with this girl he's about to get married to. He shared his first kid with someone else. Maybe I'm trying to forgive myself because I feel like, damn, she's so beautiful. She's the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. She's the everything. She's my rib. This should have been, if I would have just waited long enough, this should have been the person I have my kid with. And I'm looking at, I looked at it, I don't know how he meant it. But I'm looking at, he's still trying to forgive himself for having the kid by the wrong person. It probably had nothing to do with the baby mama. She's probably a great mother. I just if she's the wrong kid. person, then why she's a, like I don't get it. I, I feel I like he's her. trashing her. I met her first. I met this person first. I met this person first at a time in my life I wasn't where I am now. If I would have met her now, and I probably would have never been with you, it probably would have been with this person who I see. I would have made a different decision. All right, so taking it kind of away from Antoine. Like, let's say for myself mm-hmm. and for guys. This is something I wanted to say earlier. When you said talk about these things first. Mm-hmm. Bro, think about my experience. If I was to have another kid, everything is being talked about first. I'm, I'm not making it. I'm not opposed to protection when you're involved. <laughs> you know, it's just different. It just feels just, so it good. Just, it's, it's different with it's different with protection, bro. Look, y'all boys, look, look. Sometimes, man, don't end to be in certain situations, and you sit in there, and if that quote was just the one way where you feel like you had the kid by the wrong person. Protect yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, like, don't make certain decisions off of emotions. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say I made a decision off emotions. It's just, like, my experience, I'm going to just say with Jackson. And, like, if I could speak through her, like, be one with that person where all your things, everything you would feel, everything you would say, she would kind of she would kind of feel the same way, like, if I could speak to her, a lot of shit would have been said in this thing. And, like, we just two, we just two different people. Mm-hmm. And she more, she's not confrontational like me. She's not, she's not like me. She's you not. sound like, like me. <laughs> dog. She's not. It's just like, man, I have so much things I wanted to say in the hospital. And I just felt like they're asking you the questions. Say that shit. Like, fucking just get, get to it with these people. And she's not that person. Yeah. So after the fact, we so you're like her, it. like you're like yin and yang. So she's not yeah. conversational. So that was I'm, your key yeah, to like that's me. But then <laughs> if I do what I do, I'm getting kicked the fuck. Yeah, up and that's here. the thing too. So it's just like I think you made a good decision. You know, it's just like because yeah, honestly, you already noticed that they didn't acknowledge you, right? Just imagine they didn't acknowledge you, so you pissed off, right? Pissed. You pissed. Well, not because I wasn't acknowledged. I was more pissed. Anybody could have been here. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I could have been Joe Small. I could have been a kidnapper. I could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. I really didn't double check to, to to know. That's true because they don't they don't give a fuck, they and really and they made it fuck. very obvious that obviously they don't give a fuck. Because when you enter a room, you should speak. Speak. Who are like, you? Like hi. Okay, you're this person. 
All right, I got to know you. I'm going to see you for the next few hours. I know who you are. <sighs> You're just a fly on the wall. I could have yeah. been any That's so messed up. Earth. Like, speak to everybody. I don't care. But the yeah. fact that they didn't speak to you and then they didn't speak to you, they didn't acknowledge you, and now you are, like, talking or just being, mm-hmm. you probably would have oh, ex- yeah, responded with emotion. <laughs> the <laughs> first thing, right their in. thing is, like, you leaving. He's a problem. He's a problem. He so go. I think you did a really good job yeah, because, like, man. you can tell that their tolerance is, like, zero because zero they don't even care. So you did a really good job because yeah. that could have cost you the being able to experience your child's birth. Like this, these Easily. few hours or these few days could have cost you that. And like, they don't really have the biggest tolerance. Like you said it, you said she Easily. felt really comfortable around the black people. Like any other people don't yeah. really give a fuck. Like and we, we, that was one of the few things we actually talked about. She was like, which ones you like better? She asked me and I was going to say it. She's like, which one do you like better? I said, Hey, I like the black people better. Of course. <laughs> but I said, I like them 10 times better. But um, they didn't ask me shit either. But <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to end it, to go to the torn thing, a thing like that, I see it as I just, now that I'm in charge of my decision making, I would have chose this person. Nothing against you. I just would have chose this person who I, I'm with now. But it was fun to see people try to find the words to say to the good guy. Oh, well, you know, you got a kid out of it. You got this out of it. Man, get out of here. Y'all talk about these dudes 24-7. Y'all shit on y'all baby daddies 24-7. And now y'all taking a quote that could be taken like he's shitting on his baby mama. He is. To, nah. He, he, why I, well, would I don't you say know. that, though? Well, like, know. why would you, are you, you trying <laughs> to forgive yourself for having a baby by me? But, okay, why would y'all say that? If a woman was to say, I'm trying to forgive myself for having a kid by this guy. I mean, I don't have that experience. I don't have that experience. But mm-hmm. what I can say, that's disrespectful. Because basically what you are doing, this is, this is my perception. It's like you are discrediting her as a mother, like, as, like, I'm trying to forgive myself by having a baby by you. Yeah, you have a baby by her. So what is she doing wrong? And that's what that's what it makes me think. Like, okay, what is she doing wrong? Because if you are trying to forgive yourself for having a baby by her, like, what happened? You just I, I feel like if he if he wasn't trying to discredit her, he'll be like, like that quote wouldn't have been a quote would have been different. Like, I'm thankful for my baby mom, but I can't wait to have a baby by my my fiance. That's how it should be. I can't wait to have her. my own. But because what if you have a whole child? You just you just made a child. We don't know their situations. Like we don't. Say, let's say the biblical. There's people who's barren. There's people who I don't want no more kids. We don't know certain situations. So this person don't want any more kids. This person don't, and I already have one. And I'm like, man, you know what? I should have shared the experience. I love my kid. I just want to be able to look at the person that my kid is from. And feel like I love you both. That's this your fault. This way and why? I didn't know anybody. You gotta live was, with it. I was young. It's your fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was young. I was. I was. I was. You know. Now you know. I was young. I didn't choose. I didn't have the protection. I didn't. I didn't tell my. I was telling myself I was this. I was that. It's not. It's nothing against the person itself. It's just. I just wish that experience would have happened in a time in my life where I'm better suited for it to happen with the person that I would want it to, where I'm making the decision. We having a conversation. Let's have this kid. It's not like it's thrown upon you and you have to have this kid 
because you don't want to be the bad guy. That's how I took it. But if that's the case, use a condom. <laughs> but <laughs> like, let's just be hey, honest. Use a condom. Like, if you true. really, first of all, not only are you preventing like having a baby, but you're preventing preventing STDs. True. But you are preventing a lot of stuff. So if that's the case, use a condom. Don't get mad. Be you should be mad at yourself. Yeah, actually, I can use birth control. Yeah, it don't matter, but like, as a woman, we should protect ourselves, and mm-hmm. also a man should, should protect themselves, self. right? If you out here, but if he, what happens when y'all in a relationship? Y'all know y'all only dealing with each other. Okay. Sometimes you know protection goes to the side. Y'all only dealing. Well, with if you each know other. that you want to, if you if you know that you didn't want to have a baby, then you should be using protection at all times. Or you should pro- you should be protecting yourself at all times. Or you should be educated on like, okay, when is she ovulating? I want to find <laughs> out. Like, okay, your period just went off this day. I got a week later. I got a week before we can like. I got a week Go of whatever. unprotected sex, and then <laughs> the following week, I know that I need to be using protection. So I feel like if you don't really want to have a baby, you should be educated on it, like, and Drop. not get mad at her. Drop that in sex ed. Tell if they do it in school. Tell us you got a week to do whatever you want. You know who told? You got a week. We went to the. You went to the. You graduated from the West. Uh huh. The history teacher. I didn't like him. He chewed. He chewed tobacco on one <laughs> I side. I forget his name. He was a white guy. He's. I got that from a history teacher. He told us I didn't like him too much. I forget how the conversation came up. He the one who mentioned you got a week, but then I couldn't remember if it was right after the period. You got a week after her period, or right before the period. I was like, is it? I I didn't know the 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 dynamics, but he was the first one to say. So educate people on that. Let them know. Let them make their decision. I'm gonna use this. The stuff I said. I don't know if you're gonna be able to assess me. <laughs> it's like therapy. I had a man. I I had a week now to go through it. I said personally, I would never do this shit again because of Jackson, uh-huh. not because of the person. If anything, she made the situation a little bit more bearable as going through it. But uh-huh. going through it, I said never fucking again, mm-hmm. never again. And then you know you got everything after the fact. You're a parent now. You're learning here and there. I would never go through this again. Fatherhood is now is coming. It's I'm experiencing it for the next hundred years. Rest of your life. Rest of my <laughs> life. Hopefully, I never die. But <laughs> who knows? Well, I'm experiencing it for forever. But if you was to do your assessing of whatever, <laughs> I don't know if you have enough information. If there's info, a question you can ask me and I can give you the information to assess, what would you say about a person like me? From the first conversation to now this conversation, even if it was to be like a relationship thing, what would you say about me in a relationship or me as a person or whatever? Um, If you had to assess. Whatever I, I, you I, I'm not going to say assess you or diagnose you, diagnose. but what I, what I would say is that like just by talking to you, I don't think – let me see. A lot of men are not really self-aware. Mm-hmm. They're not really like, how can I say? They, like they don't really know emotional regulation. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to regulate their emotions or they don't know how to like express themselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are very good at like emotional regulation. Mm-hmm. And then you know that, like like you said, like you hold you hold your tongue the whole time during the birth, right? Like I think mm-hmm. that's very big of you because any guy who has who's never been taught like emotional regulation will like mm. go off, and now 
It's over for you, bro. You at the hospital, you can't even experience your own baby because your attitude. So mm-hmm. I feel like you know, that's very big of you, and I just I I admire that about you, and I and I I'm sure your son's daughter's mom is like very appreciative of you. But yeah, just continue to. I, I'm so happy that you are expressing this experience because like I had a really bad experience at the hospital too, and sure. I'm so happy. Yeah, at Jackson. What what it was, what was just a bad experience. Oh, my God. So um, I was in labor for so many hours, and at first I didn't want to get a deuce, right? Mm -hmm. So after I decided to get a deuce, which is like 12-plus hours later, I was waiting hours. First first of all, the anesthesiologist didn't want to give me my shot because the room was too small. So can't stir one side. Yeah, the room was too small, so I waited a long time. Mm -hmm. And then after they came, they gave me my shot. I was numb on the left side, but not on the right side. So I still felt the pain Mm -hmm. and it was just a, just a, it was just horrible. And and just, I just, (laughs) it was just painful. So imagine like giving birth, but you're still experiencing pain. Like, although they're not supposed to numb you completely because you won't be able to like push, but like, I just had a really bad experience. And like, you know, I, I just want like, I want people that look like me around me when I have my birth. I agree 100%. So yeah. I would definitely go to it. Like if I ever, if I give birth again, you know, my husband, whoever my husband <laughs> is, wherever you are, <laughs> if I decide to give birth again, I, I want to do a home birth and I want my doula to be black. Like I just want my, I want everybody because I want to feel comfortable. Like mm-hmm. I always say this, like there's nothing like seeing your own people. When I go to therapy, my therapists have mm-hmm. to be black. Like my dentist is black. Like I want to <laughs> like go to like black. And it's not because it's racist. It's because for black people in general, it's not mm-hmm. safe. Like our pain is perceived different from white people pain. So why not go to someone that looks like you so they know that your pain your pain is pain? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Ten thousand percent. You know what? It was, it was also funny. Uh, I followed this lady surviving vegan. She had a baby like that same week. Mm-hmm. She filmed the whole thing on IG, and it bothered me. I'm like, oh man, this is nasty. Like she filmed the. She went through the whole little process, the home birth. Mm-hmm. And I know somebody else who did a home birth not like a week ago. Like, y'all sure y'all want to go through that? Like, y'all sure y'all want to go through that with, with like, doing it in the pool, like, at your house? And your then, home, like, I guess they, they make them, you're not doing it, like, on your back. They, like, it's actually safer out, like that. I, which I, I've, <laughs> I've heard, I've seen, or, like, I kind of read. And I'm seeing it, and I'm like, dude, like, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe that's an experience for the future. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, damn, I don't know how I would do it. I, I got to cut the umbilical cord. Right? Okay. But they give you, like, a little gap. To they tell you what to cut anywhere, it. They say anywhere in between this little space. I got to do that. But, like, thinking of doing that in, like, a different space, it's, like, shaky. Like, I just don't want nothing to go wrong. I don't think anything would go wrong. It's just, like, I, I would rather do it. If it goes wrong, then they're, like, trained to, like, call someone. So it's, exactly. like, just imagine at the hospital. you Like you said, mm-hmm. it, it this, is, this is their space. That's their space. That's their the, everything is there. Like, you at your own house. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable. You whatever happens. Like, you're in your comfort zone already. Mm-hmm. And you can you get to control everything. You know, they're just there. And, like, a doula who you, I mean, it's going to be more expensive, but, like, a doula who you're paying, like, she's there to support you. Mm-hmm. She's and it's all about you, you. It's you know, not the person next door. Or yeah, this person, this person, this. That would be ten times better. But I don't know, man. That's yeah. for my future. If yeah. that ever happens, <laughs> man, like that experience was just not one for me. Not one for me at all. But um, 
I appreciate you, of course. Thank you. Know, you. Again, maybe Thank you for you know, having me again. One time we could do uh, maybe, uh, you know, a different conversation, different thing. I just wanted to put it into this. I said this week, I said, man, I just want to, my frustrations got to be put out. Like, I just got to put it. That was just like terrible, terrible experience. But then, like, the, my daughter, she be me mugging. Like, it's <laughs> weird to say my daughter and, like, different things. It's still all new to me. I guess it's like this dude who saved my wife and all these other things. Mm-hmm. I don't just like jit, jit be mean mugging and stuff like that. <laughs> so I'm, it's gradually growing on me. But I ain't gonna say I'm, I'm these dudes who's gonna do everything for their kid just yet. It, it gotta grow on me. It's gradually just growing wait. on me, slowly but surely, surely. It's just every time I think that part is true. Check to make sure jit is alive. Like, oh, I think you said you, you 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 had the thing where you kept looking. That part is fucking true. Like when you swat, I swaddled it. I like swaddling, but then I'd be like, I can't see a breathing, so I gotta, I have to check. I kind of <laughs> make a move through it. They sleep. Like damn, I just don't want to mess up. Then feeding them and burping them, I I do that. But then it's like, man, I just don't want to mess up. I'm trying to do it right, and like you still survive. We on day seven, you alive. I'm doing it right. If we make it to day fourteen, I'm still doing it right. That's all that matters. Day twenty one. Every is day by day. Still be alive by tomorrow. Step I'm by still step. doing it right. It's scary for me. It's kind of scary because they can't tell you nothing. It's scary, but babies don't really need much. And I feel like we can't. We as humans, we overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Babies do not, they need to be clothed, they need to be sheltered, they need to be fed. You know who really needs it? Who? The mom. You think she, they need all this? She need, honestly, I feel like the mom needs more support than ever right now. Like, emotionally. Emotionally, the mother need more support. Like, I just can, I can only imagine. Like, what I went through when, after I gave birth, it was so hard for me. So I feel like, as long as the baby is fed and she's clothed and she's clean, like the baby is fine. Make sure she's taken care of and, you know, cuddle, cuddle, whatever mm-hmm. you do. But like the uh, yeah. mother, so, I feel like just being there for her emotionally but is how, everything. How could I be there for you? My situation. You got to tell me, like, <laughs> tell me what's going on, bro. Pay it. Just. I don't know what's going on. You can, you can ask. Are you asking? I ask all the time and you don't get a response, but you okay. keep. I just, I pay attention to a lot of people. So if someone does something just a little bit off, a little bit different, mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to, if I'm around you, I'm going to be able to call when, oh, that's a little bit different. You you straight? You good? Yeah. I'm always, I've that's always good. been that person. But if you're not telling me, I don't know. Sometimes we don't really know how to express ourselves. And that could be, that could be right. an issue on our end. But like, as long as you are there, or if you, like you said, you notice something off, but like, hey, I noticed that you are... You know, you responded to me differently. Like, is everything okay? And she may not say nothing, but as long as you keep, like, being that for her, that would open a door for her to feel like, okay, yeah, he's there for me. So I would just say, like, don't give up faith because sometimes it's harder for us to, like, express. Like, it's hard for you guys to express yourself. Sometimes it's really hard for us to express ourselves as well, too. So whenever she do open the door to, like, be expressive, lean into that like encourage her to be expressive thank her and like don't be like remove your ego like ego is out the door just mm-hmm. be supportive for her because she really needs you as as much as she may or may not say it she may not even be seeing it mm-hmm. but she needs you so just be there to support her anyway when the doors open i will do exactly just that <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate you. Thank of you. Of course. Thank you for doing it again. Maybe next time we do I'm always here. a different topic, a different thing. Well, thank you, Inga. You're welcome. <laughs>